0: gathered this day to remember with joy and thanksgiving our Lord's baptism and our share in that baptism. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. A number of years ago, Sherry and I took the boys on a vacation to North Carolina, and there we visited the Town Creek Indian Mound in Mount Gilead, North Carolina. Uh, The Town Creek Indian Mound is in the middle of the Piedmont on the banks of the Little River, north of where it flows into the P.D. River. Now, the the Town Creek Indian Mound was a place where the P.D. Indians used to gather several hundred years before European settlers got there. And the PD Indians would gather every year at the Town Creek, what we came to, what what archaeologists later came to name as the Town Creek Indian Mound. They would gather for um, a a busk, B-U-S-K. Every year the PD nation or tribe would gather and they would throw away the clothes that they had been wearing all year all year. Not a bad idea. (laughs) Scrape themselves with garfish teeth to get the grime off. Now, my brother and I used to fish the canals of Plantation, Florida, where we were raised. We would fish off the Better Boys Bridge. And while I would sit there just watching my bobber sit there, my brother would bring in fish after fish and he would bring in gar every once in a while. And those suckers have sharp teeth. And I can just imagine trying to get the dirt off of you, scraping yourself with these sharp, sharp teeth. So the P- PD folks would throw away the clothes they'd been wearing all year, scrape themselves with the teeth of garfish to get off the year's, uh, year's uh, buildup of grime, purge their bodies with cathartic medicines, wash themselves in the little river, their annual bath, clean out their homes of a year's buildup of dirt and of invading evil spiritual influences, put on next year's new clothes, and then take embers from the sacred fire back to their own hearths, reminding them of who they were, as they called themselves, people of one fire. I found myself, even back then, thinking how wonderful it would have been to have been able to talk with folks and and ask them how they knew they needed things like that and then to talk with them about how God's son had come to take all of that onto himself and so this day as we contemplate Jesus's baptism i have two thoughts i'd like to share now Don Caton reminded me that the last time I preached I had four points, and that's a violation of some rule. So I'm compensating by just having two points today. I was dirty, and he washed me. I was deaf to the Father's voice, and he opened my ears to hear his voice of love. So first, I was dirty, and he washed me. There was a filth about me that no scraping of garfish teeth, no changing of clothes, no purging, no resolve to change could ever fix, says the prophet Isaiah not long after what he says in today's reading. Your righteousness is as filthy rags. You were dead in your trespasses and sins, and all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, says the Apostle Paul in the letter to the Romans and in the letter to the Ephesians. I knew that. And I knew that when the fire came, the unquenchable fire that Jesus talks about in today's passage, I knew that when that unquenchable fire came, I'd be part of the chaff that would be burned away. And yet, somehow, in God's lovely and mysterious plan, it finally got through that, well, that was the point of the Son's coming in the first place. So, as Luke's friend Paul could eventually say to the Corinthians, who were as dirty as I, you were washed Listen to what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 6, verses 9 through 11. Do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Fornicators, idolaters, adulterers, male prostitutes, sodomites, thieves, the greedy, drunkards, revilers, robbers, and lest you start thinking about other people who fit in, these, in any of these categories, I submit that every single one of us is named somewhere in there. None of these, says Paul, will inherit the kingdom of God. And this is what some of you used to be. But you were washed… You were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the Spirit of our God. What begins to happen at the baptism of the Lord Jesus Christ is a wonderful thing that carries over to you and to me. I was dirty and he washed me. Second point, I was deaf. Notice the punchline in Luke's account of Jesus' baptism. You are my son, my beloved. With you I am well pleased. At one point in my life, I couldn't hear that voice. I was deaf to my father's voice. And praise be, he opened my ears to hear it. What once was important was trying to drown the voices that said you are worth your grades and they'll never be good enough. You're worth your ability to please and you'll never make everybody happy. You're worth your looks and you know better than that. You're worth your smarts and there will always be somebody smarter your worth your coolness <laughs> and you got to be kidding it was at his baptism that jesus heard not voices like that but his father's voice saying you are my son my beloved With you, I am well pleased. And it was because of that voice that at baptism, said Cyril of Jerusalem in the fourth century, one can officially be called Christian, meaning Christ One, and receive the new name that we all receive, Christopher, Literally, Christ Bearer. By virtue of Christ's baptism and my share in his baptism, I can hear my Father's voice in this song. I will change your name. You shall no longer be called wounded, outcast, lonely or afraid. I will change your name. Your new name shall be confidence, joyfulness, overcoming one, faithfulness, friend of God, one who seeks my face. Today, we join Josh and Mindy Bales and the rest of their family, as they come together and as we come together as their cathedral family, to introduce Lucy Lorraine into this world with prayers that Jesus would wash her, that her heavenly father would open her ears to the voice of his love, and that the spirit would energize and equip her for her role in His rolling back the night in the world that He intends to shine with His glory. And every time you come into this place, you have the opportunity to be renewed in this sense for yourself, for at every one of the doors on the way in, every, at every one of them is water that's been blessed with the prayer that our Heavenly Father would use it for you so that you may be renewed in your sense that by virtue first of Christ's own baptism and then of your share in His baptism, you too are no longer dirty but clean. No longer deaf, but altogether alive to his words of love and confident of the Spirit's power in your life. May it be true for Lucy Lorraine. May it be true for every one of us that we may keep the covenant that has been made for us in the water and the blood. And the resurrection of Jesus' baptism and boldly confess him as Lord and Savior. Amen.